que dice que onda this episode is brought to you by Three Punk Ales Brewing located here in the heart of downtown Chula Vista on 3rd Avenue. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. And in those fucking three days, mm -hmm. not one police siren, no not way. one like security guard getting in anybody's face, not one yeah. fight, not one pedo. Yeah. And we're in the heart of, of Dublin, like in an area called College, some shit, like right there in the heart of Dublin. Uh -huh. And um, drinking, having a good time. Yeah. No pedos, bro. That's crazy. Next, the after there, we flew into fucking London, uh -huh. and it was just like yeah, getting yeah. back home. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, being yeah. in New York hustle, or in bustle. LA, and it was yeah. like yeah. pedos yeah. everywhere. And we're like, what's up? No. No yeah. violence, like no, no, we take care of our own. I'm not even gonna do an Irish accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. we take care of our own here. If somebody's out of line, we make sure we check yeah. them and we get them back in line. But the food was good, though, bro. Really, bro? Are you sure? It's, it's countryside. So I, yeah. I had my first tomahawk steak over there. Oh, you did? And it was amazing. Oh shit. So, okay, Ireland's an uh, you know, education time geography yeah. lesson. Ireland uh -huh. is an island, uh -huh. so you can actually get. They have the best fucking fish. Yeah, they have um, countryside. Uh, Steer like we were uh -huh. above, we, we're taller, yeah, whatever yeah. you want is there, yeah, you know. And, and then for me, it just like it was like, Wow, yeah, I need to move here, yeah, 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 it's way better, right? Ladies and gentlemen, aquí estamos con el compita, <laughs> the man behind a lot of what you click on on a daily basis, yeah, exactly, the man behind websites, legal or not, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Casas. Eric, what's up? What's up with you, bro? Nothing. You're always so fucking happy. I know, man. I yeah, love it. just you know, I try to keep it mellow, man. I you know, it. it's it's too much stress going on, so I always just try to keep it chill. You know. So why do you vote for Trump? What's that? Why do you vote for Trump? <laughs> How you doing, bro? Good, good. I wanted to have you in here because anytime I bring, um, we're just in conversation with yeah. con compitas que tienen negocios. I'm currently yeah. in the market to like um, get somebody to redo our website and just yeah. kind of help me with PR. You know, it's yeah. 
we're getting to the point where people recognize the brands yeah. and I just want to put it in the hands of somebody capable of like making it pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now I'm, I'm working at a JV level because it's me. Yeah. 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 And I just no, don't, exactly. you know? No. And, 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 and what I've noticed is that um, like you need to take care of business, man. You know what I mean? There's a lot of fucking and, things to do. And what people don't realize a lot of times, you know, with own a business is like that whole thing. Like it's so noisy out there right now. It's, it's, it's something where you, you got to be at it every day. Bro. Every, every day. fucking day. Every to minute. To the point where my, my wife is, she's like, I why you're always on the phone. It's like, I got to fucking post. Exactly. Like, yeah, my yeah. kids are like, daddy, you're always on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Because on top of everything you're doing, you got to take care of that. Yeah. So that, And that's, that's a big component. Yeah. So and if your website's not up to spot, uh, speed and if your fucking social media is lacking, it's like yeah. you're failing. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And that's why I wanted to talk to you, Eric. <laughs> Everybody I talked to is like, yeah, I'm like, do you know anybody? Everybody kept saying, Eric. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Eric. And I already fucking knew that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I already yeah. knew that from the get. But I was yeah. just, you know, just reaching out and they just no, solidified sure. everything. No, yeah. And, and I was like, fuck. And there's a lot of companies out there, man. And, you know, there's probably a lot of people that, big companies that could do a great job and stuff. You know what I mean? But I just, I just found my niche, man. Just like doing work with like friends. You know what I mean? How long have you been at it? Dude, like now it's, it's, uh, so basically I built my first website in 98, bro. El Bato. 98. Like right oh, when nice. it started. Uh-huh. Like a little background on me. I was born in Tijuana. I had a single mom. And so uh, the only father figure I had was my my grandfather, like my mom's dad. And he was a musician, dog. And so, you know how we love Carlos from B-Side? Yeah. Oh, he's, we do? He's just like, Sorry, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's funny because I see him and you know, my grandpa didn't have dreads or anything. You know, he's from a different generation. But that was my grandpa, dog. Like, he was a musico. Uh-huh. And he had his own store right there in TJ near Revolution. You know what I mean? Where he sold, like, electronics and little things. You know, whatever. Like, all so kinds of stuff. you were brought up in that hustler state of mind. Exactly. Exactly. And right after he closed the shop and then he'd go to the bar. Then I'd sit next to him, drink a Shirley Temple. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, shit, it's like, same shit I do when I hang out with Carlos. You know I mean? He downloaded all that information into your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, Carlos, shout out to Compita Carlos yeah. Paez, B-Side players. players. He's the motherfucker behind what we use in the opening song, Nuestras Demandas. Yeah, exactly. Bro, he's... He's a stud, man. No, yeah, Everything yeah. about him is top He's notch. a real deal, man. Yeah, and so so I grew up like that, you know, and then um, eventually my mom married my stepdad, and then he had a drum set, and I ended up playing music, you know? So now I'm, like, doing music thing, and that got me all through high school, you know what I mean? Through, like, you know, and then I started playing in bands around town and just, like, little projects here and there, you know? And that was, like, my 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 thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, my creative outlet. But, um, yeah, man, right, like, right around the college, you know what I mean? Like, when I was 18, like, 97, 98, you know, this whole internet thing started taking off and then i you just kinda, got mail yeah yeah and i just saw and i just kind of you know we we're playing shows with bands and like we'd play like you know in venues and i just i just noticed like fuck like if i really want to get into music and follow this path like and, and to my homies like i grew up in a neighborhood with pod and stuff so with some of the homies that had already happened you know for them and they're huge and stuff you know getting getting there and then and also you know going to the soma and stuff there's a bunch of local bands blink you know i'd see blink in the at the soma before they were 182 yeah it yeah. was just blink. they're just blink yeah. yeah i see unwritten law and blink and pod and one show together in the, in the soma basement chicken farm from chula vista yeah, you know that's right yeah. And so it was all taken up. But for some reason, like the bands I messed with, you know, we just, we just couldn't get our little crowds going, you know? So then I just kind of like thought to myself, I was like, fuck, if I really like, 
if I really follow this music thing, it's going to be a hard road for me. You know what I mean? Just the way things are going. And so this whole like internet thing started taking off and it caught my attention, you know? And then that's kind of when I transitioned and it was like, hey guys, you know, like instead of playing drums, like, let me take like a little manager role. El vato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad. yeah you know? Let me take a little manager role and then, you know, I'll just be the mouthpiece and I'll uh-huh. build a website, you know? And that was like early website, you know, like one picture would take like click, click, click. You know what I mean? Bro, so that, that is like innovative. So you, you no, knew yeah. that it was going to be a tough road playing music yeah, as much yeah. as you liked it and everything. Yeah. It's been part of your history and part yeah. of your blood. Yeah. You figured that the best way for you to crack it in this industry was taking the other approach. Exactly. Being on the outside looking exactly. in with these guys. Exactly. And, and that, so you started building websites for the bands that you hooked up with? That, that I, yeah, yeah. My old bands that I was in, I was like... Like I, POD? I, those I took, no, okay. no. Like they were already kind of like next level. You uh-huh. know what I mean? But no, just like local. You know what I mean? Everyone that's playing in garages still and, you know, playing like on a Wednesday night at the Casbah. Uh, that type of stuff Still you know yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> world famous shout out to tim mays but um yeah so i just started building websites and then as things progressed like hey we need photos and i was like, okay well let me get a camera and i learned how to take photos you know mm-hmm. and then eventually oh, out, of need, out of necessity diy diy man you know it is it's like do it yourself and so then out of like oh we need a music video okay well let me learn how to do music video mm-hmm. yeah i got you yeah i was that guy you know and eventually like i was doing enough stuff for little bands that like a little hip-hop label right here in the river bottom like hit me up and they're like hey we're doing this big like land rap project like we want to bring you on board and oh, help yeah. us to do all that stuff you know what I mean? so start opening doors for you <laughs> yeah exactly and so it was a whole thing like i had like a day job and then i just i'd come over and uh right after work right at five go over to the label and then you know just do my little projects or whatever you know what i mean it was fun but that's where i cut my teeth you know wow. that's where that's where i started taking off and now you fast forward to all these years bro <laughs> and you've no, well, I mean, there's steps. Well, there's yeah, steps. There's, there's levels to this game, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. But I, like now, you were everywhere. You know, yeah. like I met you through the bar that I have the, the, the Alwood. Like I yeah. met you through there and I met you through here and then yeah. I met you through Mutual Company as well. Mm-hmm. And I was always asking, what the fuck? This guy's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's hustling, huh? He's yeah. like, yeah, bro, Eric, Casas, he gets down. Yeah, Casas, yeah, yeah. gets down. And yeah. I always, and like I told you, I had a couple of dudes from the barrio last week come in and pinchy Pablo and Ernesto went to high school with them and they opened yeah. the barrio dog. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, bro, like. Everything in Barrio, we, we owe to like the founding fathers of uh, yeah. uh, bringing these businesses over here. Yeah. At that point, it was Ernie from San Diego Taco Company. And then we had Favela from Border X and Milo yeah. from Por yeah. Vida. And then they were like, and then Eric. And, like, <laughs> and, then me, and I was like, yeah. hey, who? And they were like, Eric Casas. I was like, fuck, yeah. yeah, what were you doing? And he's like, yeah, marketing, bro. Yeah, yeah. So you were just, you were, yeah. like you said, you were the mouthpiece. Yeah, you what's funny husband. What's funny is that uh, with Barrio Dog and fuck, man, I'm, I've been with him since the beginning, you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Pablo, like, he's always like three steps ahead. Like, mm-hmm. he's always thinking the next thing. But, like, I told you, like, I've always, I've always done business with my friends, you know? It's like, we're friends. Oh, like, you want to do this? I'm here to support you. And I do, I, I try to give my skills to what it is that you do, you know? But they came in kind of like outside of our little crew that we already had in Barrio, you know? And they, but, you know, like, like Pablo has roots in Barrio and stuff. Yeah. And he just had this vision to come back and, and start a business. Smart. And so it's almost, Smart. and so everyone told him, hire Eric. And it's funny because in the beginning, it was a little slow because Pablo's always like, hey, how come? He, they hired me, so they have me on a monthly retainer, and then he's like, "How oh, come we're not doing this?" And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, what? Like, we're getting to know each other. Come see what the champ. No, when I when I was talking to him, <laughs> you know what I mean? like I think I'm fucking on like on the next level. With yeah, right. And I was yeah. talking, I was like, "Oh, my kind of guy." Yeah. Like, cause yeah, he's just nonstop. It's like a machine gun. Yeah, like yeah, a exactly. Little on his mouth and it exactly. just doesn't stop. And I'm like. Yeah, I noticed that a, a lot of us that have businesses are that way, bro. Yeah, yeah we just yeah. we're just like yeah. nonstop talking. Yeah, and 
sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. And but what people I know, hang out with it, it's exactly. your job to connect the dots. <laughs> exactly. But you know, it, it takes time to, to build a business, and then I've done this now a couple of times, so I know like where when I need to come in, like you know what I mean where I need to come in, how and when. And so it was just funny. Like, he's just like, Hey, like, shouldn't we be doing this? I was like, no, it's coming. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, we're building, we're building. And then now, like, once it hits, he just looks at me. He's all, dude, you knew exactly what yeah, you so were Yeah. So has been in business for three years, three years through the yeah. pandemic. Todo el pelo, uh-huh. And you've been with them since day one, since day zero, man. Like Shit, even before bro. they opened. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He hired me before they opened to try to get everything going, but we couldn't find our voice until we found a uh, customer. So that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? You're like, once you get your clients, like you need someone to really tap into who your client, like your customers are and, and, and really tap into what they like, what they don't like, you know what I mean? And, and what they respond to. And then you just start kind of like, it's almost like you, you start realizing like who your, your clients are, you know what I mean? Your, your core clients are. And then you start creating content and kind of um, start pushing stuff that like gears, like, Towards them, towards them. You know what I mean? And so then you try to grow your audience by getting more of the same. You know what I mean? More of your core customers, you know? So now you've established yourself. You have customers, you have clients, you have retainers, you work with bands, you're working with restaurants. You're going to work with a brewery, maybe. (laughs) Who who do you have right now that's a brewery? I'm not a brewery right now. No? No. I I thought you were with Board Rex for a second. Oh, for a little bit. For For a little little bit? bit? Yeah. Um, You are an essential piece of business models, bro. Yeah, whether yeah. people choose to accept it or believe in it or not I right know. now if you don't have like a good uh person that takes care of your pr your photos everything online having a social media having a, a e-commerce set up to your website yeah it's a different fucking animal yeah. bro i mean it's, you've it's done our what our website for emo brown yeah, yeah you know like we use that shit non-stop yeah exactly no yeah it's 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 a integral part man of of what's needed today and you know and things things change really fast. You know what I mean? And a lot of people go into it and, and don't really think about that part and it's okay. You know what I mean? Cause at one point you're going to realize it, you know, and that's where it's one uh, of those things that like, you don't know you need it until you know you're missing out on exactly. it. You know, and exactly. you got a budget for it yeah. as a young company. I'm, I still consider the brewery a young company, but I mean, as yeah. a young, young company, it was like, shit, I had no money to budget for somebody yeah. to take care of social media or take care of PR rather yeah. and website design. It's like, fuck, but now I, I just yeah. see how important it is. Yeah, you know exactly. what opened my eyes to the pandemic, bro? Yeah. Uh, when people were ordering beers. Oh, to yeah, go, you told me bro, about that. When people started ordering beers for delivery and I was yeah. like, I don't have a um a platform yeah. to have that shit set up. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I'm missing now right here. I need to figure out a way to get this. And it, again, that's when I started asking around. Everyone's like, go to Casas, go to <laughs> yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Eric handles it. Eric yeah, yeah. this. So now that you're doing websites. Yeah. You, what is involved with like the packages of the, of services that you offer to people, dude? Like, what else aside from websites do you do? Um, I like to do like all inclusive stuff. You know what I mean? Um, as much as I can. So, like, like I said, since since I came up in the whole DIY thing, yeah, and like with bands, so I just I picked up photos, I picked up video, I picked up web, and and then obviously when social media, I grew with it. You know. Um, I just try to do a deal that, that makes sense, you know, that does everything. I'm, I'm very, I'm not, I'm not an agency. You know what I mean? There's uh-huh. a lot of agencies out there that get the job done for you, but it's, it's, uh, it's a lot colder. You know what I'm saying? I, I like that. I like the, the warm experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like that I can go yeah. to the Elwood five days a fucking week and yeah. see you there hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Pelo cinco? Tô cinco. I like that I can pop in there and be like, oh shit, they're there. Yeah. 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 So no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different. You yeah. know what I mean? There's agencies out there, and you could be, a, you know, you, you'd be one of their clients, and, you, and they could probably work great for you. But yeah. like in my experience, um, a lot of people that I work with is that they've tried the agency route, and they, they're like, it wasn't for them because like not everything's for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we so, get hounded by a lot of those big companies. Yeah, and exactly. I'm like, nah, it'd yeah. be hard for me to trust somebody that has no idea what we're exactly, doing. Exactly. You know, it's like you don't have your finger on the pulse of what, what exactly. we're doing here in Third Avenue, bigger scale, the South Exactly. Bay. Somebody like you does. I mean, yeah, somebody exactly. like you was involved in the build out of everything that's happening in Barrio, yeah. helping in certain businesses within the Barrio with their like PR needs. Yeah. So it's like, it's an easy choice to, 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 to choose somebody like you. Yeah, yeah, But exactly. choosing this path for yourself, how does it lead to like hanging out and ski resorts with Ricky Schroeder <laughs> from fucking Silver Spoon or like hooking up with the dudes from Foo's Gone Wild. Yeah. Like how does all that fucking, how dude, does that develop? Dude, I don't, dude, I don't know. Like I've always been close to the fire, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> like I like literally like I'm not, I'm not sure why I'm always, I've always been close to the fire. Like, um, okay. So let me take you back to where I told you I was working for like a, a record label. Uh -huh. Right. So I was, I was the morro, right. And still getting my shit together and learning and stuff. And then, um, I used to go to Vegas like once a month with my girlfriend at the time. And we used to just go and party. Right. One weekend we go, one weekend we go to Vegas and then this is like, uh, like 2003 ish, you know, one weekend we go to Vegas and then, uh, like the drive was tough. It was one of those, there was an accident. There was all, you know, back then there was uh, construction, one lane. One lane yeah. yeah. No marches, we were back in bro. the day. And so Fuck, we, driving to Vegas was like a seven hour. Event <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. yeah. So I, I got into town and my uncle was living there. Like my, my, my uncle was living in Vegas. So we used to go there and stay for free, you know, cause I was motor, you know? And so, um, so I rolled into Vegas and it's like, we got there late. So I ended up crashing out. So instead of partying on a, on a Friday night, like we, we ended up sleeping. And so now I'm up on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And we're just like, fuck, what are you doing in Vegas at 8 a.m., you know? And I was just like, well, fuck, let's drive around, you know? So we start driving around, me and me and, my, and then we're pretty serious. I ended up getting married and divorced now, but, you know, this this is like the, my girlfriend became my wife. Uh -huh. So we're driving around Saturday, like on a Saturday in Vegas, and we're just going through the suburbs, and I just see these big billboards, and then it says like, you know, like new homes from the 100,000s, you know? And we're like, oh, fuck. And I was like, and this is like before, you know, the whole economy thing. Uh -huh. And I was like, damn, the homie back home says he does loans i'm gonna ask him what's up you know <laughs> so anyways long story short i called the home and he's like oh i could get you approved for a hundred thousand don't trip i said all right so then we bought a house in Hell vegas yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so i bought a house in Dude, vegas. vegas yeah so i bought a house in vegas in fucking 04 you know what i mean i was like 24 years old uh -huh. I, I bought my first house and um so i ended up moving there but then when i was at this label over here river bottom I fucked like, you know, like the guys that, that were running it, that were funding it, they might have done some, you know, import, shit. import transport, <laughs> <laughs> border yeah. activities, you know what I mean? But they were funding it, but one of the main guys, you know, came up in his navigator and he's just like, damn, I remember the days when the navigator <laughs> yeah, yeah. was shit. Oh, bro. yeah, no, this, this was like a, there was a music studio at this place, you know, and it was down here in National City. They had an office. And so I'd go and I show up in my, you know, my Honda passport and then they'd roll up like this, like four Lincoln navigators would show up. And I just like, I just like acted. I was like, what? I'm here to do websites, dude. <laughs> I'm here to help you with yeah. your website development. <laughs> Exactly. 
it's like i don't know i don't want to know nothing i don't see nothing you know i'm just here to work you know and so then they're, they're like hey i heard you're moving to vegas he's like well i got a homie in vegas i'm gonna hook him up with you you know and he owns a dealership and i was like okay so he's like, like get a new car motherfucker. <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway so i moved to i moved to vegas right and he introduced me to this guy and so they're like oh yeah just go to this dealership and then just then so this guy comes out and so I'm like 24 and this guy's like 26 and he's running like this big old dealership and he comes out of some crazy car, like some escalator or something. And he's wearing a chain. He has glasses on and stuff. And he's like, Hey, what's up? He's all, I seen the website you did for River Bottom Records. He's all, I really liked it. He's also, what's up? And I was like, well, I'm moving here. And he's like, okay. He's all, you know how to do eBay? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'll get you a job. He's all, don't trip. You know, I'll pay you 2000 a month and then uh -huh. you'll get commission, you know, or something, you know, from eBay sales. I was like, all right, I'll take it. Hell yeah. You so anyways, and I start working with him, and then as time goes Wait, on. Wait, who is this guy? So his name's Chop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know it yeah. <laughs> So as I'm working out there, dude, like I'm just, we're just hustling and like doing the car dealership thing. And they're like, man, we need to f do some marketing stuff, like to just break us away, like to stand out. Uh -huh. And so since Vegas is a late town, and then remember back in the, like back in the day, well, I don't know if it's still, I don't watch much TV anymore, but if you turn on the TV in middle of night, it was all infomercials. Infomercials, for sure. Yeah. 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 So we're like, dude, Vegas is a late town. He's all, why don't we just buy every 30 minute spot? between midnight and 6 a.m. And we'll just buy every channel. We'll just buy every 30 million spot. And it was cheap because it was the middle of the night. But we knew that everyone works at casinos gets home late. That's how it fucking started. And so oh, then we just started that. like doing these things, these infomercials and shit. So we just started getting like, I mean, dude, we would get canceled now. We would have done that now. But like, that was different a different era. Yeah. So there was like an Indian kid or like, oh, paint yourself blue and get a genie outfit, you know? It's like, <laughs> He's like, I'm the blue genie. You know, <laughs> shout out to Prim. But anyways, um, and then we'd get like a fat guy, like in a schoolgirl outfit. We're like, you're Britney Spears' punk ass cousin, you know, whatever. And we start doing these crazy infomercials. And then we used to hire a crew. And then the crew would come out and, and film. And I used to just watch how they did it. And, um, and you're then, a child. I can save you some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Basically, I said, like, I could save you some money. I wasn't going to take. I was like, man, I think for like 10 G's, I could buy the cameras and everything, you know? And then you're paying 2500 each time. And we're doing them twice a, twice a month. I was like, in two months, you know? Like we have our own shit. And he's like, fuck it, let's do it. So then we bought the cameras, brought everything. And then I just started filming it myself in house, you know? Yeah, yeah. That so was you. That was me, yeah. Fuck but yeah. then but check I, I watched them shit, bro. bro. But check this out. Yeah. I've everyone them. <laughs> everyone that went to Vegas remembers because this is before like now hotels at casinos, like now they have their own network uh -huh. and stuff. Yeah, but no, so but back in the yeah. day, back in the day yeah. it was just regular TV. So yes. then you turn on the TV and we were on on every single hotel room. Like that's all you could watch. There was yeah. no other shows on. That's that has <laughs> to be where I watch it. Yeah. Like we would when I was younger, we would drive to Vegas or yeah. I would have shows like when we used to be in a band and it would play in Vegas mm -hmm. or on wherever. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching that dude coming yeah. out with his chain, coming out of his rover, yeah. coming out of his pinchy Bentley. Exactly. Like, hey, I'll tell you this, and we got the lowest exactly. price. And he would bring out the gimmicks with the other guys. Yeah. Like, it was crazy though. Yeah. So then, but the crazy, like the that whole thing kind of peaked, that whole story kind of peaks when um there was like some some convention was happening for TV or something in town. So all the fucking networks and all the production companies were in Vegas for some convention. And then this production company from New York, they were in their hotel room and turned on the TV and then we're on every channel. And these guys were like, what the, what the fuck there. is it? It's like, we need to fucking do something. Like, we're going to go visit these guys tomorrow. 
So they came and like these New York guys came and they're like, we need to do a show with you and this and that. But at the time, Dog the Bounty Hunter was the biggest show on TV. That guy was getting paid like. R.I.P. Yeah. He was, Murió, no? no, no, the wife I'm, died. The wife oh, died. Okay. I think he's around. <laughs> no, yeah, his career died. No, but. <laughs> Zing. No, just kidding. But um, so, yeah, they, they, the, the same producers of Dog the Bounty Hunters like came and they're like we need to do a show with you so then we ended up getting a reality show based on those infomercials and then we had a show on A&E for like two seasons it was called The King of Cars and you know it was crazy I I missed that whole era yeah I didn't didn't even know that yeah 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 yeah. so were you on the gig or what Uh, I mean I come out a couple times but like I've always been the behind the scenes guy and so even back then you know what I mean I was like the the production crew was there and I was like kind of the liaison between Uh between my boss Chop and him but no I'm gonna come out a couple episodes they're funny they're on IT and um but at the time the crazy thing is that we just went to like we did the jay lano show you know the whole yeah. the old school the way you used to promote things before internet before when social you had to go out and make a before social yeah yeah, yeah. so we did jay lano jimmy kimmel we went to new york did a whole media tour in new york it was crazy it was a cool experience you know to experience you like it from the south bay <laughs> yeah yeah experience just, you know just making experience, websites and exactly yeah. exactly experiencing like the old school way to promote things you know what i mean and and so i got to see all that and that that really helped me out that like, was your education bro it's education dude yeah i learned i just learned how how like how strong media is you know what i mean like and cold different regions no yeah but it was crazy dude. It, was a, it was a good time man it was, it was a good time so using all of those experiences and, and kind of like streamlining it into what you do now fuck bro like well, like i brought up that ricky schroeder shit because oh. i remember i was in the bathroom like getting ready to go to work and oh like, yeah just hanging out, like scrolling down Instagram, and all of a sudden I see you in a fucking ski resort, bro. Oh, like yeah. at eight in the morning or early. So you guys must have been on a sick one, bro. No, and then I just see you with PJ the dude from Silver Spoons hanging out, like sipping cocktails, at, like eight in the morning. I was like, no, it's the wicked area. A lot of things happen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't get into that, but Oh no, let me tell you another story about Vegas. All right. This one's crazy. I got stories though. Wow. Check and out I this Oh, check out this story. So during the whole record like when I was here doing the record label thing, I meet this young cat out of San here in San Diego. And his dad was like the so he came to he came to school here. He's from LA, but he came to school here to UCSD to go through the music program. Uh-huh. And his dad was like the financial advisor for like UCLA, like Daniel Feria, you know, it's a white like a white kid, you know what I mean? Um, and so I just like because at the time I was doing like the websites and stuff for the record label, but then I was also like still went to go shows. I went to shows and you know still like supporting my homies doing and stuff. Thing? Yeah, sure. so I'm at the I'm at the Casbah, I'm at the Can Club, I'm at the, the I used to, you know the There's shows the, the, the show yeah. at Canes, you know what I mean? You know, uh, like I said, I try to stay close to the fire, you know. <laughs> So, um, anyways, I meet this guy, dude, my, and uh, he's a bass player, but he's going through this whole thing. But his dad funded him to have this um, a record studio in um, in Bay Park, and now it's like I think now there's like a amplifier company in it. But um, but it was like his dad funded him to have this huge building. It's like a huge warehouse, and he had a Neve board, like crazy console, yeah, and so like he had all the high end recording studio, dude. That was crazy, and. Um, it's a crazy recording studio. And so when I met him, I was just like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, he's just kind of really lax. He's like, no, it's just, you know, so I could just, <laughs> his dad was just thinking like, if he wants to get into music, I'm going to fund him to have this crazy studio. Yeah. So he, happen. all the tools so he can make it happen, you know? And so, um, 
Is that a like, good approach? Is it bad or a bad approach? I don't know, man. I mean, to each you his own. To each his own. Like, yeah. Like knowing what you know now, like do you give no, your kids no. that kind of. Experience? I feel like there has to be some. Got to work a little. I'll work a little. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he didn't, but I mean, from what I saw, it didn't seem. Like, <laughs> it didn't seem like you know what I mean. But but I became friends with the dude, man. It was cool, and I was like, you know, me like just hustling, my brains moving. I was like, hey, dude, well, what if I bring bands around here, and then we could create like a little label? You know what I mean? At least do like like co- compilation things and uh-huh. i could get all the bands and this and that and it's like oh yeah yeah it's what so year fun. Was that? this is like 2002 2003 yeah exactly that exactly shit. and by this time i've toured the country with an with a band called the dragons from san diego oh, wait, 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 um yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> low-key humble brag Oh, maybe you heard of him. Oh, though. no, no, but... The dragons. Oh, you know, aside, no on, a side, on a side note from that, I was watching MTV Spring Break when, uh-huh. I, when I was like 17 or something, and Rocker from the Crypt was... When it was in San Diego. Yes, sir. And Rocker from the Crypt came yeah. on, and then they interviewed Speedo, you know, like John Reese, and they're like, hey, so you're from San Diego. Like, anybody else, you you know, you need to be knowing about, you know, from San Diego? And then all he said was like, yeah, the dragons are the best band that ever lived ever, <laughs> or whatever. And I was it's like... Not, not too far off the truth, <laughs> yeah, bro. Was but there was no answer internet back then so yeah. i was like who are the drags i started asking and they're like oh we ended up recording in El Cajon with a band i was in and then those dragons posters everywhere and i guess they they recorded at double time studios bro back in the day double time was <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah that's where we did it we did a, a, a pinchy little uh, what are those called the uh, little ep at yeah like exactly at double three bro what was like do that ran it man but Ryan Green? No, no, that one. Ryan Green was from fucking no. bigger, bigger. He no, it's this older dude, and he always had. He would put wigs on, I think. He, he was like was, a hippie. Yeah, yeah. Went bailing, right? He yeah. had a lot of bands. He had a little local band. No, the Blink, Blink recorded there. Double Tree was the spot. If you played double some time, side double stage, time. Some, uh, <laughs> double Tree. I'm sorry, Double Tree. <laughs> That's where you come with cookies. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you were in a band, Double yeah. Time was the spot. Double Time, And then yeah. after Double Time, if you did well, Studio West was the spot. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, That's like, next level. <clears throat> we yeah. recorded an album at Studio yeah, West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, so I'm at Double Time. So I find out who they are. Then So anyways, on like my 21st birthday, I go to watch them and then I just like spark off a conversation with Kenny and then we became like real good friends. And then, um, and then they're like, dude, you need to be our tour manager. And so then I toured the country with them. And that's, that's how I got to see the country. Yeah. 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 And that's the same thing to like, just sell merch and promoting and you know what I mean? Like all the skills that like, of what I'm doing now is like from back then, right? From that, derived from that. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, back to like, Oh four or three, Oh three. How old are you? 41. Hey, we're the same age. Hell yeah. Wait, for that. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so now this big studio at my disposal, right? And like, and when I told you, I used to go to Vegas and stuff, right? And a lot, like every weekend. And this is before I bought the house. But so one weekend I was like, damn, where's the, the Casbah in Vegas? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I start searching and I'm just like, oh, there's there's a place outside live music. And so I forgot. It was called like the junk. It's not even there. You know, Vegas always flips. So you never know. It wasn't the double down. The double down is the, the only ones that that's there. But um I think it was called the junkyard. So then I show up and I just watch this band. I was like, oh, these guys are pretty good. And I'm all, what's up, guys? You tell and scout. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, guys. And like, you know, when you're young and you don't know anything, you just have like the biggest balls, but hey no guys, brains. I have a recording studio in San Diego. Uh, exactly. You know, exactly. I'm, fr- I'm friends with Wolf. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dragons, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what's up, guys? I was like, oh, the, you know, I have a recording studio. Exactly how you said it. 
And then they're just like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So anyways, I became friends with these guys. And then actually the bass player calls me like the next week. He's like, I have a side project. I was like, come down. So he comes down and records this thing. And then, and so I'm just like, okay. It was like, well, what's up? You guys going to want to record your EP here? Just all I ask is that I could use some of the songs for a compilation or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. So I met, you know, but anyways, I met with them in Vegas, cool guys and everything was cool. And then, um, things went on and then I was actually on tour with the dragon and I get calls from them you know what I mean but it was like back I don't know it was all the service was all messed up and I was like get these message frantic messages like hey man we need to talk to you so I call them it was and the I'm killers like, wasn't it <laughs> it was the killers oh shit <laughs> How did I know? Yeah. So basically what happened was that they the label from England wanted them wanted to release their record, the first one, Hot Fuss, uh-huh. but they didn't have a budget for them for the recording. So you had for the studio. And I had the studio. The so then they said, Hey, we'll send you the recordings, but we're gonna record with our friend in San Diego. The record in England was like, No, 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 don't do that. Because then I would have the rights. You, yeah. I would own yeah, some of the rights. Yeah. So they didn't want me to do that. And so then they were just like, like stonewalling and they're like, well, we don't have money. You know what I mean? Cause I like, do, when I met them, like when I met, uh, I remember I was at the hard rock center bar. I met with, um, the bass player, Mark and, and the guitar player, Dave. And like one was working at Banana Republic and the other one was like transporting like, um, like specimens, like, like, specimens stools, like for like, uh, those labs, quest labs, like, uh-huh. like stool samples and urine samples. Like you pick them up and take them from one, like, chain of command yeah. from from one place to the next and shit it was crazy it's like that's what they were doing man there were no like they were just grinding it and it's then uh, yeah and then basically they just told the label it got i guess it got to like the last day and they're like hey well here's the deal like if you don't cut a check for the studio by tomorrow like we're just gonna go to san diego and record with the homie and then they're just like let's see what we could do and then the next day boom they just somehow miraculously found a studio in san francisco and then so they went and they recorded hot fuss and that's the biggest album that came out of that era dude one of the last big cd albums you know <laughs> imagine how close it would have been would have been different podcasts that's what i mean honestly bro life is a it, it's a series of like oh, oh shit that could yeah. be oh oh shit that yeah, yeah, be yeah, me. yeah 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 damn you have been fucking flirting with the fire all your life always man. dude always and it's just i don't know what it is it's just always like a hunch you know but it's just like man if things feel good and feel right i think it's just like create something successful you know and like i said before like there's a lot of agencies that could do a great job you know what i mean but just the way i do yeah like i i i've gotten there before like at one point in my life you know when i when I had everything going and I had a really big situation going on, like I was grinding really hard and, uh-huh. I, and I was just like, okay, like it's time for me. Like I'm, I'm about to lose my mind. Like I need to hire people and I need to take it to the next level. And, um, I just kind of waited things out and I was like, man, like for who I am, my personality and like how I like to be and stuff was like, I, I like to be in the business of your business. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to be in the business of people and just managing, you know what I mean? Just managing people and stuff. And I was like, ah, uh, I was like, I'll, I'd rather be one step down. And you're, you're the rock star of PR and, and design then, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, Shit. I wouldn't say that. When There's... you're done drinking that whiskey, I'm going to get that Ricky Schroeder story out of you, bro. I'm going to get that Ricky Schroeder story out of you. Yeah. But right now, your biggest project is... Would you consider it the biggest project working right now with the Foods Gone Wild or or what do you got going oh, on? As far as being close to the fire, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're they're right there. He's about to hit a million, man. Yeah. 
he's gonna he's gonna he's changing culture you know what i mean which is cool you know so yeah so i've known him forever too i was um i met him when i was working on uh when i first moved back to san diego from vegas i i met him and um national city yeah 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 he tries to stay anonymous still but but a lot of people know out here in san diego um but uh but yeah dude like i i met him and i was working for a tv show did i let the cat out of the bag Huh? Did I let the cat? Oh, in? no, 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 no. I'm sorry. But I met him. But Wait, I met you're him. saying it's not Mario Lopez? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mario Lopez. But yeah, no, man. He's always he's always just had these jokes. You know what I mean? He's always been doing that. And what's funny about him is like there was a time where I, I leaned on kind of my experience in the car in the car business. And he he decided a while ago, it's like if he, he knew it's like if he needed to go to the next level, he had to go to L.A. So I moved to LA, I think like six years ago. And then there was a point where I, I got a lot of work. I was like just grinding it hard. And so I got a big um, car dealership to to hire me out in LA in the Valley. So I, was, I had to go out there for like like a, two weeks or something. And they paid me big money to do all these video and all these like promotional things for all these different dealerships around the Valley. And um, so I, I was living out there and they gave me a per diem and a hotel. And I remember calling him and I was like, hey, what's up, man? What are you doing? He's all, man, he's all, you know, going through it with my chick. He's all, I'm still at the paint shop. You know, he was just like super, you know, just broke and and just had these ideas for this like kind of like comedy thing. And I was like, well, I got this hotel. And he's like, oh, do you mind if I stay with you? And he, I remember like it was it was so crazy because we just hung out for like that time that I was there. And he was just like laying out everything that I'm that we're seeing right now. He was just he just told me everything. He's like, I'm gonna do this like comedy thing, and so I'll be like Chicano based, and I'm gonna be a clown, and this is that, like just like laying it down. He's all, I'm gonna get like a million people following me, and he just he was just telling me everything. But it, at bro. the time, he was just broke, man. Like bro, you know, like every day at my per diem, I was like, here, like just what do you want to eat, you know. And just like drinking on my tabs and stuff. And, and he was just crashing my room and he'd go to work and I'd come back. And he's like, what's up? You start that room, you know? I was like, oh, I had to switch rooms. He's like, okay, I'll meet you there. And <laughs> he'd meet me at the next room. And it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. And then that was only like four years ago, five, four years ago or so. And then now it's all happening for him. And Good for him, he's man. next level. And so now he hires me. And so since he's so talented, he does all the stuff you see day in, day out with the memes and, and all that stuff. But then he'll do like an original thing where like he has a whole album out, you know, what I mean? with all the characters he came up with. And then he just calls me up. He's like, hey, I need to do an original video or whatever. And I'll come out and I'll do that for him. You know, it's me and this other guy, Kevin, um, who, who take care of all his original content. And it's badass, dude. Yeah. Next That's level. what happens, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Just staying close to the fire. And I think three punks is next, man. What are we going to do? <laughs> this, I don't know. Let's take it next level. <laughs> He's next negotiating level. on the on the fishy microphone. <laughs> no, bro. I mean, yeah. it, it's awesome to listen to people tell them, like, yeah. the shit that gets them to where they're at. Yeah, you yeah. Because nobody starts at the same spot, bro. You I know, know, I know. Nobody has the same beginning. Everybody has, like, a different education. Everybody has a different, like, a... Uh, a mindset on what mm-hmm. they're gonna do, and you're a hustler, bro. Thanks, it doesn't man. matter who I talk to or, or what yeah. circle I'm rolling with or yeah. what. It, like your name seems to always pop up. Oh, I appreciate that. Don't appreciate me, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate but, whoever I mean, said that. Yeah, dude, every, every, everybody. Yeah. That's awesome. Up your name, and I, awesome. I, like I said, I know you through 
through yeah. the brewery, through like the Manhattan and through the Alouette. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's where I've seen you. Yeah. And then just kind of get in your ear and I'm like, hey, bro, like people tell me to do this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Is that something you can help yeah. with? Yeah. Well, we like, worked a little bit with the, uh, the that's what I said, Emo Brown with website. Brown, yeah. Thank you. We like Emo Brown, out. the next level I want to do is. I want to get cameras in here, bro. I want to, yeah. because people are always asking us, like, you guys need to get video. Mm -hmm. You need to start, like, a yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. Or you need to do more IG shit. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I... I produced my first podcast, like, uh, 2013. And, yeah, like, we were dumb enough to do a video podcast uh -huh. where we were actually hosting the video on iTunes, which is crazy because of the, just how much it, it like, behind the scenes lip sync and stuff, like, the the how much bandwidth we were using for that. But now do the way it is, but yeah, dude, I mean the, the name of the game right now is to be everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? So you create the content once, but you want to get it in as everywhere. many places. Yeah, exactly. So obviously it used to be on YouTube. You know what I mean? You need to cut up a minute, minute clips for Insta. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just the next level. And this just need to be everywhere at once. You know what I mean? Off doing the content once, you know? And You're so a commodity, bro. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck. I hope so. Yes. I mean, no, okay. Look, <laughs> You've been in this since 98. Yeah, that's true. a long time ago. Bro. It is a long time ago. You graduated from high school in 97 because we're the same age. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's a long time. Your Where'd education. You Where'd you go? I went to Bonita. Oh, okay. Where'd Chula, you go? Chula. Chula. Why does everyone hate on Bonita, bro? No, no, I don't hate on it. I wasn't supposed to go to Chula, but I was doing the music thing, remember? Uh, and that so, was the music school. Yeah, so I was living yeah. in IB. But that was the, a performance art school, right? Yeah, yeah, so they shipped me over there. I'm not I'm not sure if there's... You used to wrestle with Mario Lopez, me dijeron. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> he's older than me. So <laughs> like, he, no, that fool looks it. younger than me, but he looks yeah. good, but he's old. He's almost 50, I think. <laughs> so now what, bro? So now what are you going to do? Now that you're doing all of these things, do you ever think of like... um Tying all of the loose ends together and, and starting your own media group? No. Now that's no, not something you want? No, I think I've just been, I've been in, um, no, because I told you I've gotten close to there. Mm. I've been close to there and it's just not what I want to do. No. I don't want to, because it's just dilute what, it, it will dilute It'll what dilute I do. What I do. Yeah. Much. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. I think the magic is, is what I do. I'm high touch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I have way less clients. You know what I mean? I could, I've gotten there to that point where like, oh, like I've peeked over the fence and I was like, fuck, I need to hire like four or five people, take this to the next level. But I'm just like, dude, like, I'm all eventually lose the clients i'd be like no like, like this girl didn't return my call you uh -huh. know what i mean and then there'll be too many loose ends for me so i like keeping the media stuff like where it's at and i'm always learning going through journeys with like companies and and but dude i know so much about now permits and like yeah, and like liquor licenses you know what i mean like That's i was i was with salud right from, with with ernie salud since the beginning and like he's gone through so many iterations like of his business and i just seen him go through so much i've learned so much you know what i mean um as far as like me just doing the next media company i don't think i want to do that i want to keep this business the way it is and it just be me like really high touch and just only work with like a small amount of clients but then like really get involved but i feel like the next level for me eventually when all these things blow over is like to have my own like business you know what i mean of, of this like either my own bar like someday you know what I mean? i'll find the i'll sniff out the money somehow and then buy a license somewhere and then have my and no, I, I have maybe, no money. I have to sniff I don't out. Know, maybe I'll just buy a license. <laughs> That's what somewhere. I said. Sniff out the money <laughs> so I could get my own. It's license. out there, bro. And, it, yeah. and it, 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 I hate yeah. to say it, but with the pandemic going full force, 
yeah. there will there will be opportunities. Opportunities, there exactly. There will be opportunities exactly. for people who who are in a position to take that next step. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I usually don't do podcasts and stuff like this, but I mean, maybe why? this is why. I don't know, but maybe it's time now. You know, what I mean? yeah, it's time to for me to get my story out. Yeah, I mean, and then honestly, maybe if bro, someone's like when you came, when we like, like I said, I've known you for a minute. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but. I was oh. like, fuck, I don't want to bother him. Like, because I remember the first time you, you, you told me, you're like, yeah, I worked with the podcast before. And then I was like, oh, fuck. You're shit. You're out there. All right, cool. Um, but then, like, I, I said, oh, you know what? Well, I do need help with my podcast. I need yeah. help with a website. I need yeah, yeah. help with, like, fucking linking up, like, a like a merch store for it. Yeah. La, la, la. But I... I, like I said, man, I always keep hearing your fucking name mm. everywhere I go. It's like Eric yeah, Casas, Eric Casas. So it's like it was, oh, it cool. was time that I at least like hooked up with you for the, the podcast to do something for us on the back end. And yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Like now I don't feel bad because I, I, I feel like I'm not taking your time here on the actual doing the podcast with me. No, no. We, we, we've been generating some some interest. We've been generating like That's some attention up. now. Oh, yeah. So it's like, fuck. Like now it's like, hey. I know you you, mm-hmm. you work with like Ricky Schroeder and you probably did bumps and shit, whatever, and you're trying to hide it and then share the story. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like now I feel like, you know what? Come on the podcast, man. We have a yeah. little bit of a platform yeah, where we can up. shoot the shit. Yeah. And it seems like you got the golden touch. You got that Midas touch. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. But hey, but check this. I told you this earlier right. when we were off the air is that I'm producing a podcast for the homies in Vegas right now. Uh-huh. And they have out there the scenes like a lot tighter because it's not like out here, you know, it's real spread out. Yeah. So these guys are doing a podcast and the first guest they had. So I wasn't thinking of it. They were just like, help us produce a podcast. And then my friends so was like, all right. But I said like, okay, what, what do you want this to be like? He's like, well, here's the podcast we listen to that we like. And Emo Brown was one of them. And then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, yeah, they're like, do we really like this one? And so I was like, oh, I know them. They're like, oh, okay, well, perfect. Now, you know, you know exactly what I want to do. But I'll show you what I did with them because yeah. that one's full video and everything. Um, but out there is crazy. They're going to have a great podcast. It's uh, Renee from Tower Tattoo. Okay, and his okay. homie and his homie Pisto out in Vegas. Um, shout out to them. They're, they're the homie podcast is gonna come out, but in Vegas is a different game because it's a tighter community. So like their first guest was like a guy that was like on Ma- like Ink Masters. Uh-huh. He was there like five, you know he won Ink Master and this and that. And he has like you know half a million so followers. There's some opportunity in Vegas, huh? There's some some cool dudes, man. Yeah. There's some people out there and it's a lot smaller. Like you can break into like that little scene, that little niche and yeah. just get into it. It'd be cool to have, take Emo Brown on the road. How would you even do that? Well, I can help you. Let's do it. <laughs> get a little hotel room oh, action. Everything happens with you in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. You see how you want these things? I stay in a lot of hotels, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> No I, man, I'm, I'm just happy to, to be like in in your circle now. Um, I'll be calling upon you definitely yeah, for it. the brewery. I know you have a lot of ideas with the brewery. Yeah, I know you can definitely help us because like I mean, the pandemic gave me an opportunity to one slow down, slow though. it the fuck down, Dude, I didn't do shit for a month. Yeah, man. I mean, I, and I wish I had more time to slow it yeah. down. You know, you know all, the, all those stories I told you uh-huh, uh-huh. that never stopped. No, for, for like. 12 years well, or something. Well, that's how you get to a position where you're at right now. Yeah, 12 I mean, years. You, you've got to hustle. When the pandemic hit, I slept for a month. Yeah. Like, sort of like, well, a, like a vampire. I was just like... Probably because you got the COVID, bro. <laughs> oh, I did get the COVID. Shout out to Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wolf from POD. I heard it Tell me about the okay. COVID experience. Okay. <laughs> Wolf calls me up. He's like, hey, man, there's this cruise I go to on every year. It's called Ship Rocked. He's like, you got to come out on it. He's like, I told them what you do or whatever. So anyways, he got me on. So now I'm on I'm on this cruise thing. And so Wait, it, where's the cruise at? So it left New Orleans. So we, fl- so we had a so we had a flight to New Orleans and then get on the boat. And, then and this was all pre-U.S. COVID. Pre-U.S. 
But, but it, it was but, already out there. No, we were we were <laughs> actually Renee, the tattoo artist from Tower, he uh-huh. went with us. And um and it was funny because we were joking about it because we saw a girl and I was like, oh, that's COVID in the flesh. And because <laughs> we got to New Orleans like two days early so we could party a little bit. And so we we're partying and we just seen a girl and like, you know, she's she was doing her thing. We're just like, oh, that's what COVID looks like if it were a person. <laughs> COVID was a woman that was her. <laughs> so you can only imagine the things she was doing out in New Orleans. But anyways. We're out there. And so how this thing works, it's basically a cruise ship, but like where the main pool's at, they cover it and they put a big stage, like full on festival. And then all the little bars have stages. So like you're, you wake up at 10 a.m. and there's and a, there's bands, there's bands playing in the lobby. What bands were there? Man, there's bands from, <laughs> No, no, this is like on some heavier, heavier stuff, man. Like, Uh-oh. yeah, there's some, on some heavier stuff. Dude, there, there's a band from, from Texas though. We are band nerds. Like, oh, they killed it. And then this other cat from, um, from LA, Hyrule the Hero, like they killed Ben. Okay. So this is like harder, harder what stuff. What was the big, big name band that you saw there? Um, what were they called? I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> I have to remember the name. But, um, but the big thing though, why Wove is there is because they have this thing called the Stowaways. So they get like, 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 so the drummer from POD, you know, like it's like all star bands and they keep switching out musicians. And so then they just like rehearse a couple times and learn like, all these songs <laughs> and have a big show where like you're switching out a player every song, you know, and it's just like rockstar after rockstar. But anyways, this is February, man, 2019. And it's like COVID's happening all over the world. But, you know, us like we just like, ah, ah. <laughs> like that's. That's there. That's there. That's not. That's not really gonna get here. China. It's not here. Yeah, exactly. But then you start walking around. You know, you're eating and the the buffets or whatever. You know, it's all buffet things. And it's like, oh hey, what's up? You're talking to people. Where are you from? They're like, we're from Italy. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? Okay, where are you from? Like, oh, we're from Sweden. Like all these places all over the world. You're like, holy shit. There's people from all over the world that go on this fucking thing. You know. So then. We go through the whole cruise and it's a good time. I get back home and I'm, I'm first of all, I'm like, see, like got this sea legs, this thing called sea legs <laughs> where I'm just walking around like a, I feel drunk all the time. You know, you, you just lose your, you were hungover. Be, yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> I was hungover. But then I got this crazy like lung infection thing and I was like, oh, I'll get better. I'll get better. But that thing went on for like three weeks. Like I was sick as a dog, but I wasn't thinking much of it. And I remember one time my homegirl was like, oh, let's go get some wine down the street from a place. And she's like, you're warm. And I was like, oh, so I probably like now, like I would probably, they wouldn't let me in, you know, cause they take your temperature uh-huh, and shit. Uh-huh. Like it was like, oh, I was thinking, I was like, fuck, I've been kind of sick. Like, ah, uh, but you know, like, you know, us guys we don't pay attention we just like try to power through yeah but then at the end of the, when it was all over and i felt better i was like damn that shit was like i was sick for like three weeks you know like bad but i was like whatever and were then, you back in the states by then yeah yeah no yeah i was at home yeah yeah probably but listen so on. so everyone has a story right everyone has a story that oh, i got it already, right? all right right but i was i was fucking like really sick and then so i didn't think much of it and then COVID hits. And I was just like, ah, uh, all right. So whatever. So we're going through the whole thing. And so that's cool. And then they opened it up a little bit. Remember in June? Yeah. And so then I, it was Father's Day. have people inside. And yeah, outside, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. As long as we're slinging wieners or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I had recently I had gone through my divorce. So like Father's Day is kind of like a little sore subject with me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Father's uh, Day. Huh? <laughs> 
no, no. But I was, like, I was able to do my thing, you know, whatever. But then it was kind of a little short lived. Yeah. So then I was just kind of like, fuck, like, let's go to Manhattan. Come <laughs> you know? And so then I started calling everybody. <laughs> You know, I start, yeah, 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 yeah. So I started making the calls, and then all of a sudden, I have, so he's like, "Oh, you gotta stay at your table." But this is early, you know. Like now, we're pros at this Go COVID ahead, thing. Tell me, how, tell me about how you're a fucking pro now, <laughs> No, now we're pro at the COVID thing. I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, tell me about that. Oh, I'm just saying we all know what to do. But yeah. back then, where you're fucking masking your chin. No, but back then, but back then it was gray, you know. Yeah. So then they were just like, "Oh, as long as you're at your table," and I was like, "Yeah, but I got 20 people." They're like, "Fuck it," we're like. <laughs> 20 people gathered on the table. And so then we're just like, ah, oh, partying and this and that. And then uh, next thing you know, like the next day it's like, oh, I'm not feeling too well. The homegirl. I was like, shit. And then the homie that was there, oh, I'm not feeling good. Fuck. And it was like, well, you motherfuckers get tested, you know? And so they got tested. They're like, oh yeah, positive, positive. And then oh, I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. So that quarantine, I did the right thing, you know? I locked myself down and then got tested. But then I'm negative and I'm just like, fucking rock and roll cruise. You're like, everyone's showing up positive around me. <laughs> yeah. I'm showing up negative. Exactly. Damn. And then I got another gig too. Uh, Tribal Seats. Shout uh, out to Tribal Seats, the homies. The, they're they, two of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I worked with them back. Oh, remember that first thing, the rock, the... Studio I was in back River Bottom yeah, over here, yeah. the first record. So they were messing with them back then. Oh, two. These were two kids from fucking uh from they were like juniors in high school. It was crazy. So we were messing with them back then. But then, you know, Damn, I did they're old enough. I did their first website. But they were in high school, you know, and I did their first website and then uh, I lost touch with them or whatever. And some with through a homie, I hooked up with them again recently. And so now I'm back on their team. So they hired me to do stuff. And so they they hired me to do a live stream that's coming out soon. It's going to be dope. But um, someone got sick on the crew there. Oh, and then so I had to quarantine again because I, I was on that job and then boom, negative. And I was like, damn, I think that crew's got me covered, man. <laughs> But now it's flipping, you know, now it's mutating and shit. So you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. You never know. (laughs) 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 Anyways, dude, I just kind of off the, you know, I just, I just take it. Well, I'm happy you're wearing a mask for the interviewer. That makes me fucking sick. I know. Thank God it's not video yet. (laughs) (laughs) So you fucking work with tribal seeds. Fuck. So in 02, they get, they're old. Why did they think they were like young high school kids already right now? Nah, because I mean, that's how they look. They've just been rocking and rolling, but those are the sweetest kids ever, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the one brother is kind of like just doing the production thing. He didn't want to tour no more, but the main dude, he's just like the sweetest guy, man, you know? And like, not, he never got caught up on the hype ever, you know? That's the ticket, huh? Yeah, if you're going to be in a band or be but, something like that, you yeah. got to just stay, stay to the course. But their, their dad, Tony, like, fucking, you know, he's a conductor of that train and he, he runs Selena a tight shit. He runs a, nah, he runs a tight shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he takes care of his boys and all them, everyone that's around gets taken care of and, they're, but they're doing good. They're doing good. And there you, you know, are. merch, ticket sales, and I'm in the mix and again. The mix <laughs> in the again. mix again. Yeah, I don't know how, cool. but it just happens. <laughs> it just happens. Oh, and then the one, the one thing I got to shout you're out. You're gonna tell me about Ricky Schroeder. I don't give a shit how long you're gonna. You're gonna yeah, tell me about Ricky I'll Schroeder. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the secret of that one. But no, but the big one is um, like the recently I did a video for my boy Wolf. Finally, we got to work together. Uh-huh. And then he's like, "Hey, do a video for my side project." I'm all right. So you guys all grew up together, or what? Uh, we grew up in the same neighborhood and stuff, uh, but they were, I was still kind of. They're older. They're a little older. Yeah. They got like eight, like six years, seven years on me, uh-huh. but you know how that is back then. But they were already so touring and stuff. But like we met a while back 
but um but recently we became good friends you know after and obviously through all this stuff through the barrio stuff like what was always around and he's like how come you don't do shit for us it's like i'm ready homie and then finally he's like this is <laughs> come to a video from a band but it's a side project but it turns out that fieldy from corns and his side band oh shit so then next thing you know I'm, I'm doing a video and then now i'm at fieldy's house you know, up in, oh, or- shit, I saw you <laughs> yeah, up in yeah. Orange County. So now I'm at Corn's house. You know, what I mean? even flat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's cool, but he's a good guy, man. He's solid. And then uh, we did the whole music video, you know what I mean? And it's Wolf and Fieldy and then um, Q. And it's they have a cool side project yeah. going, and it's What's perfect. It called? It's, uh, it's called Stillwell. Stillwell. Stillwell, yeah. Yeah, and they're just they're just doing their thing, you know what I mean? Just Same still style of music, heavy. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, less heavy, like more just alternative kind of, you know what I mean? But it's still fun, you know what I mean? Nice. But uh, like when I seen those, when I was just there, we shot the video here in Chula at a, at a sound studio thing um, and King Size Studios. And uh, I'm just like, damn, like between these guys, like they sold 50 million records. Yeah, roll, you know what I'm saying? That's a yeah. Right and there, I was bro. just like, Jesus. There was a time when fucking both of their bands, both of those bands were yeah. on the next level. Exactly. Bro, I started wearing tearaway Adidas pants because of fucking corn, bro. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even play soccer or basketball at that time, what but you I'd wear them and it was like, what you I wear did, under, though? <laughs> nada, boy. Nada. <laughs> just <laughs> reball. <laughs> I just remember just taking a little, made a yeah. great sound. I was like, tearaway. <laughs> They've just always been yeah. here. Here, you exactly. Know, I remember going to side stage Soma shows in uh, on Moreno Boulevard, mm-hmm. and it was uh, P.O.D. And then yeah. uh, No Innocent Victim, N.I.V. would open for them. Yeah. And Dogwood. Yeah, and yeah. And fucking Logos. Exactly. You know, all yeah. those bands would fucking yeah. be. I was like, yeah. And I'm like, these guys are off in the fucking South yeah. Bay. That's my shit. And yeah. I, and then I remember them playing here at a spot on Third Avenue called Just Java. Exactly. You know, like, and that's where my band used to fucking yeah, play yeah. all the time. We played Just no, Java. No, they did that. Their part of their documentary was from here in Just Java. They did and a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Devin DeHaven up in uh, in LA um, directed it. And then to talk about that scene, I didn't meet. Like I didn't really get tight with any of those guys really if it weren't for Bobby from Tribal. And I just need to shout that, that out. Though. Yeah, I was about to say you've got that 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 connection with Tribal. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Travel's a big brand. Yeah, Travel's yeah. a big brand here in San Diego. It's a big deal, man. Yeah, like a is. lot of Tell people kind of look it over, but why? Why? I think because, dude, Bobby always just wants to keep it real, man. You know what I mean? So he's never gone for the flashy. You know what I mean? And so other brands have come and then opportunities come and then they take jump it on. and then yeah. they jump on it and yeah, they're yeah. like the the shiny new object, yeah. you know? And then Bobby's just always been like, nah. Consistent. I just this I roll, you know. He's like really connected to the streets and stuff. He's like, I just I'm I'm never gonna go for that shiny thing. I'm never gonna put myself out there and be all in the video. Like he's always just behind the scenes, just consistent, you know. But well, that's how you do wall. it for thirty years, man. Well, we did our wall, the the mural wall on here at the brewery, the tasting room. Yeah, with Gain. Uh, when, when the gain. I was gonna yeah. say the the artist is David Foyce from Sweden, from Orebro, the hometown. I'm a fucking favorite band, Millen Collin in Sweden. And yeah, we we shoot the shit about that. We would just mm-hmm. drink and talk. And he started talking to me. He's like, "Hey, bro, I'm I'm from a, once upon a time a crew called MDR. I think yeah, my, yeah. Okay, I'm from a crew named MDR. And um, do you mind if I throw some tribal shit on here? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. bro. Not only do I mind, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, all that's what's there. up. Hell so yeah. he started throwing a bunch of the travel yeah. stuff. I've never met the guys, but I've always seen their work, and I'm yeah. like, always like, I'll take yeah. you over there. I was like, these are the dudes, man. This is this is like, yeah, this is it. Like, there's yeah. 
you get into uh, into becoming your own brand and building your own business and there's certain things you look to and look up to and want to emulate and be like yeah those guys have been like you said man they steadfast they, they, they yeah. didn't jump for the fucking dollar they exactly. didn't do this they just kind of like kept it I've never met them. Yeah. So for me, it's like a genuine like yeah, yeah. respect. I see yeah, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, that's no. I'll take that, you over. Like, we'll get shirts. We'll it, get shirts. Know? I'll take you over. We'll and get then shirts. like, um, I'm when as soon as Gain told me about, I was like, fuck, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Like, how long have you been with him? I was like, well, it's been homies forever. Yeah. And I was like, Shit. no, Bobby, like Bobby told me the story. It's just like Walmart was chomping at the bit at one point, you know, because like just how like my boy Fusca Wall, he tapped into that Chicano culture. Like they tapped into that a long time ago, and he's the one that. First started taking it to Japan and stuff. I don't stuff. think people understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tribal is. I know. Tribal is decades, I know, bro. I know. And hopefully, <laughs> and, and we're kind of on the low, like we're working on like getting something started, like to try to tell that story. Uh huh. But um. But yeah. We'll get like, him on the podcast, bro. Oh Fuck. yeah, I'll get Bobby down here. Get him down here. Yeah, Bobby's uh, starting to get into the podcast thing too. So like, yeah, he'll he'll be down here for sure. Yeah, we'll go over there. I'll introduce you. It'll be fun. It's this is weird. I um, I feel sometimes selfish. Because I've used the, the the experience. My education has been opening these br- the, the bar. Of course. And yeah. the brewery. And yeah. doing the podcast. And yeah. now people have come and approached me like, hey, man, bring on your podcast. Let me talk about this. I'm like, fuck, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've had to tell people no because I feel like it's, it's not genuine. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. ah, we'll do it. Not, not right yeah. now. I got this going on. Yeah. But it's like people who, who I know that have been in it for a minute and, and doing it. That's who I appreciate talking to. Yeah. Because the goal is... Initially, was like I just wanted to kind of log things, like shoot the shit, and if something would ever happen to me, my kids can always tap into it and be like, "What was that yeah, about?" Yeah. Like if I yeah, fucking yeah. died. I remember watching yeah. a movie with um, was it Mel Gibson? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was my- Mel Gibson or the Michael Keaton. It was Michael Keaton. Michael. It was it was a movie, and, and he had cancer, and and he started filming like the last few months of his life, so his son could look. And oh yeah, this yeah. This is yeah. how you shave, yeah, yeah. and this is how you uh, ask a girl out. Yeah, and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, I go morbid all of a sudden. But it was- <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's happening. That's been happening to me lately because now we've had our phones for I don't know how long, right? Yeah. But we're like Instagram or whatever. Uh-huh. And I just go up. They're like, on this day, five yeah. years ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's crazy because at one point, that's just, that just going to say this day 25 years ago you know what i mean right? be like fuck it's you know yeah. so this podcast it's it's better because you know obviously a photo it is where it is but this is like you know what i mean you're, you're documenting you know what i mean yeah, instead of a diary like, like and then people ask me why and it's like you know what because i have kids bro and i mean yeah. this is something like if when something happens i mean they can go back and be like oh yeah. daddy thought, oh, yeah daddy was funny oh daddy would just like to talk shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know and like and, yeah. and, and uh, fucking sad moments and shit, but it's like it's it. I'm a yeah. dad. Like first. I wish I had more from my grandpa and stuff. You know what I mean? But it, I think yeah. there's like one recording because yes. it was hard to come by through by studio time. So you know what I mean? Like just recently, uh, I was with my abuelita. She just turned. Fuck, I was fucking up. I think she turned ninety two. Yeah, maybe ninety four. One of those ninety two, ninety four. Color ninety three for to be safe. Yeah. But she, I was at my mom's house and she's been there. We kind of had her secluded for COVID. Y yeah. And I was just picking her brain. I was like, so. How did you come across the border? What was the stories? So he was a baker, bro. He had his That's own bakery. Crazy. And, I, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. I gotta like record all this. Yeah. Like I want to record all this. Yeah. And I know I'm like, Talking I wouldn't be able to get my grandma down here and do a, a, an, an episode with her, but I'd just like to record it and, and just like just have that shit. So I know everything yeah. about like her and my grandpa on my mom's side and then get to talk both of my grandparents on my dad's side have passed and moved on, RIP. 
but it's like I, I want to talk to people in the family about it. tell me about them and then just kind of have all yeah, that yeah, absolutely. and then just like be like to the boys like these are your grandparents yeah like yeah. these are your parents what an awesome you know, gift these are your too great grandparents yeah. I want I want this to be something that this is where you came from bro yeah and like you you were born here in Chula Vista and you were raised here in Chula Vista but before that. This is where you're from. Yeah. You know, like this is where this is where your daddy was raised. Like yeah. daddy's from Bonita and before that Paradise Hills and San Isidro. Yeah. This is yeah. where your mom was from, yeah. like fucking Barrio Logan and Colonia Libertad. Exactly. And your dad, your grandpa, fucking Mexicali and Pichi Calexico yeah. and Holtville. Exactly. Like I just want them to know the lineage and Absolutely, like the things man. that everyone did to get these little boys to where they are now. Yeah, exactly. That's why I do the podcast. Yeah, bro. exactly. Like, you know, it's like for me, that's yeah. what it's like. It, it gets cool, it gets exciting. Yeah. So when I when people reach out and be like um, oh, I want to do this. My 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 customer does this. Whoop de whoop. I want to do that. La la la. Yeah. I'm like kind of like ah. uh, that. Yeah. Kind of takes away from yeah. from what I'm And, and yeah. it's awesome. I appreciate that people yeah. are paying attention and and yeah. listening to it. But it's like that's not why I'm doing it. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm doing it for like like people like you that are hustling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're here from the hood. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you've got a, a series of like uh, breaks to link up and be super close to the fucking campfire with yeah, a exactly. lot of up and coming artists in every fucking genre and, and in industry. And you're still here hustling and you created your own fucking lane. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. I like talking to people from the South Bay that create their own lane. Yep, exactly. South Bay, nothing is a handout. South, yeah. South Bay, everything is family oriented. Yeah. You yeah. get as far as your family will push you, you get as far as you have that hustle inside yep. of you. Exactly. And, that needs to be told, bro. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because for the longest time, I feel like for one, Chula Vista has been kind of like on 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 the blind side. It's like we've no, been yeah. like a sleeping giant. Let alone all of the South Bay. I I include Barrio Logan in the South Bay. Bro. No, for sure. I, yeah, I yeah, include yeah. motherfucking. I feel, I feel you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I include yeah. Paradise Hills in the South. Yeah, Bay. Yeah. Like all these towns, like all these little barrios, like Barrio Logan, National City, Chula Vista, Paradise Hills, San Isidro, Imperial Beach, San. Like I include all of that. In the South Bay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of a lot. uprising in there's the so South much, Bay. So much, dude. Bro. Yeah. So like, much. Like, I can have a podcast and strictly speak to people from the South Bay. Exactly. And would never end. I know. You know? And I try to shout out a bunch of people. I know I forgot people, man, but. Shout out Mario Lopez, motherfucker. Look at you. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mario Lopez. <laughs> what up, Mario Lopez? I know. What's up, Mario Lopez? Talk about Ricky <laughs> No. <laughs> What happened with Ricky Schroeder? What the fuck were you doing in the skivvy store with him? No, no, stop. Did we'll you just it. run into him? That's for, that's for, that's for Patreon? That's for yeah, Patreon. I'll tell you Patreon. bro. <laughs> but cool, man. Thanks for having me, brother. It's fucking fun, bro. I look forward to doing more things with you as him. Yeah. Um, I look forward to seeing you at the Elwood every fucking day. Uh, look <laughs> no, only when Tina works. <laughs> I mean, Tina, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. Uh, oh, right? Are, no, she's not working Tuesdays anymore. No, no, I just get a text I, in the morning. You <laughs> know what? She the, knows how to make her money, yes, though. I'll tell you that The best bartenders are the ones who utilize their network. No, no. And I'll ask, like, like Cece, she works there, and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm texting all the homies. Yeah, I'll yeah. Let them know that I'm working. Yeah, blah, 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 exactly. Blah, 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 blah. And then I show up later to, like, replace bottles or whatever. I'm like, God damn, this is yeah, packed in here. She's yeah, like, yeah. I reached out to the homies. No, yeah. You know? It's, that's her hustle. That's her hustle. This industry is 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 yeah. dri driven by hustle. Exactly. You get out what you put in. Exactly. And I feel like that's the theme of everything we do now. You in the, you're gonna get out what you put in down here, bro. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Chew, I thought you look like COVID. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you said that girl from, the, from New Orleans looked oh, like COVID. I'm I looking know. at you. You are. I have the video too. I'll show you, you the video. Virus walking. Look at you. <laughs> I am now. Hey, congratulations All on everything that you've done. No, I appreciate and everything it. You got going Same on to right you, now, brother. Bro. Same to you, brother. It's awesome. It's awesome to be part of what you're you're, you're doing and. 
I look forward to doing more with you. Dude. Let's do it, Salutito brother. Champ. Cheers. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. This episode is brought to you by Three Punk L Brewing, located here in the heart of downtown Chula Vista on 3rd Avenue. Enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by The Alamo, the diviest of dive bars located on the south side of Broadway, Chula Vista. When in need of a cocktail, cruise on over to The Alamo. Enjoy the show.